What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, as well as some others. Also on Dash Radio during the week, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on their Nothing But Net channel. Also check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel, Royal Shepherd. Ariel Gad and everybody else on there right now doing post up 5R. You can catch that after you listen to us. You can replay it at any time. And of course, fivereasonsports.com. Spell that one out. Brady Hawk already has the latest takeaways up this time from a win against Minnesota. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You got to go to prize picks. You got to use the code 5 F I V E. Again, that's F I V E. Prize picks. Dot com. That's where you go to play the coolest daily fantasy game. I actually won tonight. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Nikola Vucevic. Uh, you can pair players from pretty much any team, any sport, um, put them together, and then basically decide if you want to go all in, play the power play, go halfway in, play the flex play, get some of your money back if you don't hit it completely, play two players together, three players, four players, five players. You can even project Jalen Waddle against Devontae Smith this season if you want to on the NFL side. So you can do just about anything and it's prizepicks.com. Use that code five, okay? F-I-B-E because you will get yourself a matching bonus when you start. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick. With Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's the floor plan tonight. We got Greg Sylvander back. We got Alex Toledo. I again am Ethan Skolnick. And the Heat have won. They beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. They held on. Thank you. Covered the minus eight. You can bet that at busr.com backslash 5RSN. It was a little bit of a struggle early, guys, uh, kind of the opposite of the previous game, uh, you know, that they played and got blown out by Dallas ultimately after a really fast start. In a lot of ways, this was opposite. Jimmy played, Hero played, Ariza didn't play well, uh, unlike the 16 points in the first quarter against Dallas. And yet Miami took over this game as it went on. tremendous guard play off the bench and we've talked a lot this year about Dragic and Hero struggling together they did not struggle tonight they were both terrific uh, from the jump D'Angelo Russell gets ejected in the third quarter certainly didn't help Minnesota Bam not a big offensive game tonight although Jimmy did credit him with his defense on Carl Anthony Towns I feel like Jimmy always wants to take a shot at Cat uh, but overall what we're going to do tonight is we're each going to pick the one thing 
that jumped out to us tonight. Um, the other thing, of course, that jumped out outside of Miami is that Boston lost tonight. So that's critical. The Heat go into this two-game set against Boston. And we're going to be covering the hell out of that. But let's just start here. I'm going to go with you first, Alex, tonight. What was the single uh, biggest takeaway from tonight's game, the, the single biggest positive? So other than the Heat just, you know, taking care of business and beating up on a team that they're supposed to in a time when they're supposed to, the biggest on-the-court development and takeaway is Tyler Hero hitting the pull-up three confidently. Like, he looked really, like, he was. He looked like he's been waiting to come out there and play for so long. Like, he was just itching to play. He, he was out there playing with a whole lot of energy on both ends of the floor. We know he's better at one, and he was just showing it to you tonight. Like, he's still a shot maker. I think we needed to see that. I think he needed to see that. But the pull-up three is the thing for Tyler that I feel like if he can be consistent with it, and I think this is also why Kendrick has just looked better than Tyler is, you know, being able to get somebody, get the defender hit on the screen and pull up. Like if Tyler just takes those and makes those more, which we know he's capable of, it just makes them a lot harder to defend, uh, you know, as opposed to him trying to become a, a pick and roll playmaker, which he's not there yet, even though he's shown signs of growth. Like I just think Tyler being a, a shot maker first and foremost and somebody who can dribble into a three if somebody drops back or, gets hit with a screen. Like, I think that's really important for his offense and the team's offense in the playoffs and for him to stay playable, by the way. Yeah. I mean, like from my perspective, you have to absolutely credit the bench. I mean, they outscored Minnesota's bench 57 to 19. So I think the low hanging fruit here is how good the bench looked, but I'm actually going to go. Huge. In a I'm going to go in a completely different direction than um, I think the obvious stuff that we saw from the guards. And that's, we're seeing playoff Jimmy like he's here 14 free throw attempts tonight. The the efficiency with which he uh, operated on offense, picking his spots. And to me, like he gets 25, eight, six and five steals. And it feels like light work to me. He looks like he's about to hit another gear. And that's a good sign to me. And I just don't think it should get lost in some of the, um, you know, performances above expectations just re like remember how crucial jimmy is and dude looks ready he looks locked in all right let me comment on both of these and then i'll give you mine uh on jimmy talk about locked in i think part of that is that it's minnesota um he was captured basically on tape i just retweeted this from the nba central telling cat that he's soft as baby bleep tonight so there, there clearly is an issue that jimmy still has with cat and with minnesota and and obviously beyond the fact that jimmy missed some time and that they needed the win probably played a little bit into his attitude tonight to me the biggest thing about jimmy is that he settles them i've said this so many times but they could not control the pace of this game early they just couldn't including him okay he was he looked like the one guy in the starters who came to play he had the three steals in the first quarter, but everybody early in this game was making mistakes. Duncan, uh, Bam had a terrible foul early. Ariza had a terrible foul early. Kendrick lost the ball in a couple of situations. Uh, and Jimmy had one time made one of those mistakes. But Jimmy settles them as the game goes on. And then his ability to make the majority of his free throws down the stretch always helps them putting the ball in his hands. So that's a big one. As far as Tyler goes, I almost think that this injury could prove to be a blessing in disguise. I feel like this season, Tyler needs these mental breaks. <laughs> you know, I, again, did not have a real off season. 
had a lot of stuff thrown at him last year. Obviously, this year has been different. We've documented it for a lot of different reasons, whether it's on the court or off the court. I almost feel like getting this, what was it, seven out of nine games off may ultimately help him kind of restarts his season again. And I think that's a positive. But my single biggest thing tonight is, and I said this on the pregame show uh, on Before Floor tonight on the YouTube channel, Goran Dragic is starting to look like himself. Uh, the previous three games, there was some bounce. Tonight, he was attack, 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 attack. Yes, the threes came, but he was attacking on the baseline. He was probing. And here's the other thing he was doing. He was posting up smaller guards. What, when he does that, that's critical because Spolstra went with the three-guard lineup with him, Nunn, and Hero. Guys, I cannot remember a game this season where all three of them played well. Like Kendrick didn't have his best game, but Kendrick had some moments. Dragic and Hero obviously were more, more impactful tonight. Can you remember another game where the three of them played well and particularly played well together? That That's the kicker. Like that's where I think um, the list would be slim and we'd have to dig pretty deep. And like for Hero to just step right back in and be so efficient and look so sharp, um, I, I just feel like this is, uh, you know, you've talked a lot about um, that Jimmy just needs help, right? He just needs, he, he knows he can count on Bam and it's who else can he count on? And it's always been Goran. And now that he's uh, leaning in that direction, if you can get Goran and Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn to figure out how to all um, pick their spots, but also be able to play together. It changes the dynamic because you could just go eight deep, nine deep and, uh, and everybody is clicking. So I, I don't know, like the, it's a huge development, but we'll see if it sticks. We have talked Alex all year about Goran and that, you know, you have to sort of pace him for the playoffs, but I think all of us, and we did a podcast on this about a week and a half ago before this better run started, I think all of us have doubted whether it's coming. Like, is it still, I mean, he just turned 35 this week, whether or not it's still in him. Can we be somewhat confident now that it's still in him? Uh, yeah, I do think it's still in him. And I mean, you just look at him when he's out there, he's still in his mind. Like he's still the same guy he was last year while we're all thinking he's somebody completely different. The difference is, I think the real difference is from last year to this year, it's just the way he moves and, I think you see it in some nights. He just moves better than other nights and he looks confident out there. And, and it's tough to like gauge these things because we obviously can't get in these players' minds. And, you know, we could hear, we can ask them and hear about it on post game calls. But I don't know, like just watching on the broadcast tonight, it just looks like when Goran is confident and just moving around all over the court and trying to make stuff happen, that's when he looks better. And I feel like I kind of said something similar about Tyler, but that, like you said, tonight was the first night, not only. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, 
Wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash, Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With, you know, all three guards playing well, which is something new. But just Goran and Tyler playing well together off the bench was a huge part of why they were good last year. Like, can and I, I know Leif mentioned this earlier. Yeah. Can I give you a number? Cooper Moorhead tweeted this out um, before the game was over, so I don't know how it finished. But he tweeted out, with Hero and Dragic on the court this season, the Heat have an offensive rating of 96.9, yep. which is dreadful. Sounds about right. And then he said, tonight, again, this wasn't the end because Dragic kept scoring, but tonight they're a combined 16 of 24 with Dragic plus 22 and Hero plus 26. It would be huge if they could sustain this type of production for the next 10 days. So, I mean, when Spolster put the two of them together, they had success. Uh, they just haven't had success this year. Like la- last year, I mean, he talked about kind of the offensive creativity that the two of them bring together. They're both rhythm players. I think that's kind Absolutely. of what you're into, right? And so – but they've both been out of rhythm all season. And then both it's like lower know, body issues. Right. Well, that's true. And also, again, I mean, I saw Laker fans making the excuse today that Heat fans were not allowed to make the entire season. But I mean, these guys played deeper into the, you know, last season, so to speak, than anybody else did. And Dragic injured himself at the end of that thing. Okay. And, and, you know, now, now it's okay to talk about that because it's happened to the Lakers and to Boston. But at the time, it wasn't okay to talk about that with the Heat. I do think one thing that's been completely overlooked by the national media here, and I don't know why it hasn't been brought up more, the Knicks and the Hawks didn't play pass last March, right? Yeah, they did not. They did not play. The, that has to matter. It has to factor into how much fresher they are. Right. I mean, the COVID... The COVID break, they never even came back from it. Remember They're getting the that break right now. The one that, that the Heat got when, when Goron looks good. You know what I'm saying? And Right. Oh, like They're getting well, that right now, those well, benefits that we got earlier. The thing about it, like there was conversation about putting the, the bottom eight teams in like a tournament in Chicago right. last to year. To keep them playing, yeah. Keep them playing, and it never happened. So So literally, they had that whole break and that four-month grind that the Heat had the they have Dwayne Dedman's energy. Well, right, but but look, but look at the guys who've shown up for the Ariza Dedman. Look at the length of their breaks, okay? And so I don't even know with the Knicks and the Hawks that it's a case of them really improving that much. Although both teams added players, and obviously Randall's gotten better, and the Hawks added Gallinari and Bogdanovich, etc. But and Capella's you know settled in. But I think a lot of it is just 
their bodies are fresher. I, I just think that is so much of it. And also, you know, you look at Utah, which has had a great year. That's the biggest example. Utah has been healthy this year. They weren't. They got knocked out early last year in the bubble because Bogdanovich was hurt. And then Phoenix, remember, they had that great 8-0 run in the bubble, but then they didn't play any of the playoff games. And then they get Chris Paul. This has not been discussed enough. It's, it's not just that the final four teams and the Nuggets are playing fine because they have an MVP candidate, but that the final four teams have been beat up. It's that the, look at the teams that have emerged this year and they've benefited from that. All right. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about the Boston back-to-back because that's where we are right now. And that's really, in a lot of ways, what this regular season is going to come down to. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that's our friends over at Miami Grill. They got the signature cups there, by the way, that you got to ask for. But also, you just got to ask for the wings. You got to ask for the gyros. You got to get a burger like I did the other day. They got great hot dogs, too. Miami Grill, they are Miami, just like we are Miami. So you can do the drive-in, drive-in, drive-in. I always say that, the drive-through thing. You could do the order-out thing. You could do the delivery thing. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can do it at Miami Grill. So go to MyMiamiGrill.com. That's MyMiamiGrill.com or download the app. And again, just order it. They got locations all over South Florida. Fresh, delicious choices. Again, try the platter of wings just like you like them. Crispy, grilled, naked, or boneless with three new sauces to choose from. If you're craving it, Miami Grill is making it. All right, let's get to it, guys. Um, Two games, and they're going to have two games in three days. Um, First one's a day game, one o'clock game on uh, ABC. And then a couple nights later, they have a night game. So there is some time in between. Boston loses tonight. They're they're banged up right now, too. They have had an up and down, up and down, up and down season like the Heat have. They've got a star in Tatum, just like the Heat have one in Jimmy Butler. They got a second guy in Jalen Brown, just like the Heat ostensibly have one in Bam. Although, again, Bam really wasn't impactful offensively tonight. Where do you guys think the Celtics are? And who do you think the pressure is on in those two games? Greg? Boston, no doubt. One, because it's there at home. Two, because they've been having some really painful losses recently. And um, and in the back of their minds, Miami eliminated them as well. And I think that that matters also. Uh, I, I just think that the biggest thing about this weekend is we approach these two games in Boston, which is, you know, for all intents and purposes, the um, biggest two games of the season, right? Like that, here we are. Uh, I just think it's important to recognize like Atlanta lost to Indy. I think they, that was what last night and tonight Chicago dropped Boston. Um, Atlanta has, I, I looked at the schedule. They got to play Washington twice. Washington's playing really good and they are fighting for their playoff lives. The last game of the season is Knicks in Boston. So like there's some separation there. We know New York's West coast schedule. So I guess if we're going to um, set the stage for this, uh, this, this two game stretch with Boston, I honestly don't believe that they have to get both games in order to avoid the play-in. What do you think here, Alex? I mean, so, is the pressure on them. The pressure is definitely on Boston because they just look like shit. And like Leif said, they're at home and you know, it's, it's fluid. They're now at seven because of the events of tonight and they're kind of firmly there, but Although I'm saying that, I'm looking at the Celtics schedule for the first time, and now I feel a little bit more urgency for the Heat to at least take one of those games. And I've been saying that, you know, they don't need to take both, but 
the rest of the Celtic schedule is, uh, you know, they got the Cavaliers and the Timberwolves before mm-hmm. they got the Knicks on the last night of the season, I believe. So that's two games that should be gimme some, you know, obviously the Celtics have gone through a similar season like the Heat where no teams are, are gimme's, but, you know, it just makes, I think it, it puts onus on the Heat to still take at least one of these games and hopefully two, man. Like, I just think that would really, like, getting both of those games in Boston would, would just give them a would nice boost them. of momentum. And you got, like, going into those games versus the Bucks and the Sixers. To me, it's a no-excuses situation now. Everybody but Oladipo is healthy. The core yep. of last year's team is back. Um, they've gotten contributions from a reason, Deadman, to kind of plug the holes uh, of the players that are gone. Uh, Olenek, conversation we'll have for another time, and, and Jay Crowder. Um, they, they, they have to win these two games. You're right. I mean, look, the, the schedule does not favor them after that. I, I do not think that uh, the Bucks are going to lay down. They, they need the game. They don't like the Heat. We saw what they did to the Heat in the first time they played each other this year. I know that the Heat responded in the game after it. Philadelphia, another team with a little bit of a rivalry situation with the Heat. They're deep, so even if they sit a guy or two, they're still going to be problematic. I could see a Seth Curry 30-point game against them, like we saw a Tim Hardaway Jr. 36-point game. Um, they got to get these two. I mean, this is Jimmy's healthy, Bam's healthy, Dragic is healthy, Hero's healthy, Nun's healthy. Uh, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. I mean, if, if you're a tough-minded team, if you are who you say you are, go up and get those two games. My, my lack of confidence in them getting those two games is why I've said that I thought they would fall into the play-in. I, the problem is you don't want to be in a situation where you drop one of those two. You were going to probably drop one of the next two. And then you're sitting there with a Boston Knicks game at the end. Okay. Where you may be screwed either way. <laughs> and, and that's so, you know, and again, you don't have Point. a tiebreaker against Atlanta. So you have to, and I think you also see, Look at how fresh Dragic has looked with rest. Look at how fresh Jimmy has looked with rest. You got to get the rest. You, yep. you have to win both of these games. You got to get that week off. That is the way to salvage the season. And the other thing you need to do, put yourself in position that you Donis Haslam on the court against Detroit to get service time for this season, because I was a little surprised that Spolscher didn't get him in for that last minute. He may have forgotten. All right. Check out prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Go to Miami Grill this weekend. And also 20% off manscaped.com. Use the code five RSN for that one. Five RSN, 20% and free shipping. Heat win. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.